Coming up this evening, live from New York City, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson resigns. What's next for the country's economy? We take a look at some key issues. Billionaire Elon Musk comments on having twins with a top employee, saying he's trying to help with one of the biggest dangers we face. That and much more coming up on NTD Business. Great to have you with us. Chenny Wu here for NTD Business. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has resigned. He will remain Prime Minister until a replacement is found. Here he is earlier today when he made the announcement. I know that there will be many people who are relieved and uh, perhaps quite a few who will also be disappointed. And I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. His resignation comes after months of scandal. The final straw came when nearly 60 members of his government resigned this week over revelations that Johnson had appointed a lawmaker to a senior party position despite past allegations of sexual misconduct. Johnson became prime minister back in July 2019, and he had the largest conservative majority in 30 years. He led the country during Brexit, COVID-19, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It could take weeks or even months for a successor to replace him. Johnson's resignation adds to the uncertainty facing the UK economy. Here are some key issues it's dealing with as the political drama plays out. First, inflation. Britain's inflation is running at a 40-year high of 9.1%, and it's heading even higher. The central bank thinks it'll top 11% later this year. The purchasing power of the British pound is shrinking, and it's nearing two-year lows against the dollar, adding to inflation pressures. Second, a possible recession. Like the Federal Reserve here in the U.S., the Bank of England is also facing a dilemma, raising interest rates to bring down inflation, but not so much to slow the economy into a recession. The government could cut taxes and increase spending to boost the economy, but that'll add to the country's debt, which already jumped during the pandemic. The UK government has a debt pretty much the same size as as its economy, which actually is better than what we have here. The US GDP to debt ratio is currently at 125%. It seems congratulations are in order again for the world's richest man, Elon Musk. He apparently confirmed a Business Insider report from yesterday. It said he had twins last year with an executive at one of his company's Neutralink. That's according to court records obtained by Insider. Today, Musk tweeted, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. In his words, a collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. Insider said the twins were born in November. That's shortly before he and the musician known as Grimes had their second child in December via surrogate. If the report is true, that means Musk now has nine children. Apple is set to roll out a new security capability. It offers extra protection for users personally targeted by some of the most sophisticated digital threats. NTD's Sean Marshall has more. 
Apple has announced a new security feature called Lockdown Mode, designed to protect high-profile users like politicians and activists against state-sponsored hackers. It limits certain features of the iOS system that could be vulnerable to spyware. For example, it locks down wired connections to other computers or accessories when the iPhone is locked. Mike DePasquale is CEO of BioKey, a digital security company. I think it's admirable considering uh, just over the last 48 hours, uh, both M15 and the FBI uh, are warning us that external threats are going to significantly increase uh, over the coming weeks, months, and perhaps over the next year. It's also for protecting dissidents, journalists, business executives, and human rights workers from military-grade and high-end spyware. You know, as the chairman and CEO of a public company, you know, I'm concerned that information that I access or some of the communication that I have with my executive team and others, customers, we have a lot of government customers, uh, could be compromised. And so, like NSO Group's Pegasus, which is available to hack phones for $500,000, Apple says lockdown mode is an extreme optional protection to be used only by those with reason to suspect they might be personally targeted for a highly sophisticated attack. The tech giant will pay up to $2 million for researchers who find a security flaw in lockdown mode, the highest maximum bounty payout in the industry. Sean Marshall, NTD News. Head of the FBI Christopher Wray is warning about the threat of the Chinese regime. He calls the communist regime the biggest long-term threat to national security and the international order. Here are the details. FBI Director Christopher Wray on Wednesday delivered a rare joint statement with the Director General of the UK's domestic intelligence agency, MI5, Ken McCallum. The two leaders of intelligence agencies have a warning. We consistently see that it's the Chinese government that poses the biggest long-term threat to our economic and national security. And by our, I mean both of our nations along with our allies in Europe and elsewhere. Ray and McCallum warned about the CCP's covert theft, forced technology transfers, research exploitation, and cyber attacks. Ray said the Chinese regime sees cyber as the pathway to cheat and steal on a massive scale. And that's not all. But in addition to traditional and cyber-enabled thievery, there are even more insidious tactics they'll use to essentially walk through your front door and then rob you. The Chinese government likes to do this by making investments and creating partnerships that position their proxies to steal valuable technology. The FBI director encouraged business leaders to coordinate with the FBI and MI5 to protect themselves and prepare for future attacks. And his British counterpart also mentioned a false assumption about China that many in the West have believed in the past. The widespread Western assumption that growing prosperity within China and increasing connectivity with the West would automatically lead to greater political freedom has, I'm afraid, been shown to be plain wrong. But the Chinese Communist Party is interested in our democratic media and legal systems, not to emulate them, sadly, but to use them for its gain. Ray and McCallum said that allies and partners in the free world are in this together. They called on those nations to come together and take action to address the threats posed by the Chinese regime. On to Wall Street. Stocks rallied today. The Dow rose 347 points, or one and one-tenth of a percent. The S&P added 58 points, or one and a half percent. And the Nasdaq gained 259 points, or two and three-tenths of a percent. 
Mortgage rates dropped for the second week in a row, with the largest decline since 2008. According to federal mortgage company Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is now 5.3 percent, down from 5.7. It's still significantly higher than it was this time last year, when it was just 2.9. Freddie Mac's chief economist says fears of a potential recession caused the recent drop. Meanwhile, Realtor.com says affording a home still remains a challenge despite the decline. He said mortgage rates are still at their highest since the late 2000s, and listing prices have grown by more than 8.5 percent year-over-year for for 24 months in a row. Oklahoma's governor recently signed a bill into law that will reduce how many taxes business owners pay. A report by Washington think tank The Tax Foundation says this bill will boost businesses' long-term productivity economic output, and income. The author of the report is here to talk to NTD's Don Ma. And here with us is Janelle Fritz, policy analyst at Tax Foundation. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. So explain to us in very simple terms, what is this uh, Oklahoma's HB 3418 law and how does it benefit uh, businesses? So Oklahoma's bill that you just mentioned here, uh, it makes full expensing permanent. Now, full expensing, it lets businesses uh, deduct all their capital expenses in the first year as opposed to having to deduct them over several years. Now, this is something that's found in the federal tax code, and a lot of states already do conform to this. Oklahoma was one of those states. But in a couple years, these provisions will begin to phase out on the federal level, which means that states will no longer give that benefit to businesses. Oklahoma is the first one to make sure that businesses will still get this benefit even after those federal provisions change. So in a nutshell, what this law does is it makes it so that companies pay less taxes on their business investment. Is that right? Is that the gist of it? Uh, In a nutshell, yes, because when those deductions are spread out over a number of years, businesses don't actually get to deduct the full value of their investment. That's thanks to both inflation and the time value of money, meaning that a dollar in the future is always worth less than a dollar today. So if they don't get it deducted today, they won't actually capture that full value. Now, paint a picture for us with a real-world example. Now, let's say if I'm a pharmaceutical company, uh, my business depends on the effectiveness of my medicine. How will this law help me produce better medicine for the American public? Yeah, so in terms of how this really benefits companies, because it does bring down that cost of capital investment, that means that a pharmaceutical company, say, who is looking at some new machinery or equipment to make their product more efficient, uh, if that cost is brought down through full expensing, they may be able to buy that new machinery and buy that equipment in order to actually produce the things they want to produce as fast as they want to produce them. Uh, If that cost is raised, that margin may be small enough that they can't actually buy that machine or they can't buy that equipment and thus they can't do what they want to do. So basically this lets businesses be a lot more efficient and produce more output. So everyone benefits in the end. Businesses get to make more, people have more to purchase. So it, uh, it helps the economy. So this law applies to all businesses, right? For example, small businesses, uh, startups. Break down for us how this policy would drive economic growth. 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when there's a lower price on investment, you're going to get more of it. So like you mentioned, uh, new businesses, this will help them, especially as they're starting out, because they'll need to make a lot of those big purchases. This will bring down the cost of those purchases, make them more able to do what they want to do. Which state, in your opinion, is leading the pack with pro-growth policies? So there has been a lot of action on this state front in terms of pro-growth tax policies. Because the economy is so much more mobile and businesses are realizing that they can locate a lot of places and their workers can be a lot of places, states are realizing that. So there's been a lot of motion on that front. There are 24 states who have cut their tax rates in either their personal income tax, their corporate income tax, or their uh, franchise taxes, which is a big deal. But some of the ones that I want to point out that have made the most movement, uh, Iowa has made huge strides over the past couple years to bring down their corporate income tax. They used to have one of the highest rate in the nation, and they've uh, managed to uh, uh, eliminate their federal deductibility uh, deduction, and now they've uh, paid down that rate so that they're only at 9.8%, which is still high, but a lot better than they used to be. I see. Great. Janelle Fritz, policy analyst, Tax Foundation, thanks for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Still to come, the United Nations releases a global hunger report. It says tens of millions are going hungry in the Democratic Republic of Congo alone. Tips on healthy ways to keep your kids busy and beat summer boredom without breaking the bank. That and more coming up on NTD Business. Welcome back. Support is pouring in for the victims of the Highland Park shooting, which shocked the country on Independence Day. Billionaire investor Bill Ackman has donated thousands of dollars to a young orphan on a GoFundMe page. Two-year-old Aiden McCarthy lost both his parents Monday in the 4th of July shooting near Chicago. His father died shielding him. According to his grandfather, the boy wasn't hurt. With the family's permission, an organizer set up a GoFundMe page to support Aiden and his caregivers. Bill Ackman donated $18,000, the top donation. The page's goal was to raise $500,000, and as of today, it's raised nearly $3 million. A new report by the UN Food and Agricultural Organization says the world is moving backwards in its efforts to end hunger, food insecurity, and malnutrition. The agency is releasing a new global hunger report. NTD's Andrew Thomas has the details. According to the United Nations, at least 27 million people are facing food insecurity in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The UN predicts the situation is likely to worsen due to recent fighting between the M23 rebel group and the army in the east of the country. Kasula Adisi is a 27-year-old mother of two who fled the violence. She says she has no food or water and depends on the kindness of others to feed her children. 
Since we have been here, we have received nothing. No one has ever come to help us with flour or water. When we go to ask for water in the city, they complain that there is no water to give to all the displaced people. When you are blessed with food, sometimes you have to eat it without salt. 61-year-old Suzanne Nima is a widow and mother of 10 children. Nima says she begs for food. I have 10 children. Four of them have already fallen ill because of the lack of food. They suffer from malnutrition and they don't even have anything to cover themselves with. And I feel very sick too. The situation in the country is complex and has lasted for more than 20 years. The humanitarian situation in DRC has been there for more than 25 years and it is effectively linked to all the insecurity linked to the conflicts and also to the violence, to the food insecurity, which today affects nearly 27 million people in the country, to the situation of malnutrition and also to all the violence. Compared with 2019, the largest increase in hunger was observed in Africa. Around 2.3 billion people in the world were moderately or severely food insecure in 2021. That's nearly 30% of the global population. Andrew Thomas, NTD News. On a lighter note, the Minions are back. The latest Despicable Me movie, Minions The Rise of Gru, is now out. The would-be villain and his yellow henchmen are partly driving audiences back to theaters. But so is the latest TikTok trend, Gentle Minions. From the U.S. to Australia, young people are dressing up in formal wear, usually a tie and a suit, and causing chaos at the theater. They upload a TikTok video of themselves cheering, leaping, and yelling at the screen in glee. It's unclear why this trend has taken off. One poster said it was just for fun. Unfortunately, some Gentle Minions are not acting so gentlemanly. Some theaters have seen light vandalism and upset children. A few are even banning people from buying tickets if they're dressed in suits. But Universal Pictures is embracing the trend, tweeting last week, We see you and we love you. With summer in full swing, many parents may be running out of ways to keep their kids from being bored. But there are healthy ways to keep your children busy without breaking the bank. Here's some tips. The weather is red hot and some kids may be singing the summer boredom blues, but keeping them engaged is key. Being active just really helps you feel better. It helps you have more energy. If you've exhausted your entertainment ideas, you're not alone. Cleveland Clinic pediatrician Dr. Gina Robinson says it's important to get outdoors, choose times when temperatures aren't as high. It's also important to just have fun, to just run around and play, to just have unstructured free time in the yard, on your bike, at the park. While it may help keep kids busy, Robinson says it's important to limit screen time before children even turn devices on. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends no screen use for those 18 to 24 months other than video chatting and no more than an hour a day of high quality programming for kids aged 2 to 5. It's fun to play video games, but we don't want that to be the only thing you do. Um, sometimes those games are a little bit addictive and it's hard to stop once you start. Staving off boredom doesn't have to break the bank. Find fun things to do in your community. County websites or social media pages are good places to look. Reading is another good idea. Robinson says let your kids pick what they want to read in the summer. You could walk to the library if it's possible. 
get some books out and then walk back home. So you've gotten your exercise in, you've gotten away from the screen and you're getting some reading done. Robinson says it's also important for parents to model the behavior they want their children to have. She says that encourages them without even having to say anything. A Japanese tea house is offering visitors a chance to taste history in a $25,000 antique bowl. An antiques dealer and his family are offering a traditional Japanese tea ceremony with a twist. Gallery Okubo in Tokyo allows visitors to drink from antique bowls. You can choose from bowls that are brand new to bowls that are more than 300 years old. Some of the older pieces are museum quality and worth as much as $25,000. The ceremony costs about $16 per person, and the gallery takes reservations. And if you have any news tips or feedback for the show, you can email us at business at ntd.com. That's the latest from the NTD business team and myself, Chenny Wu. You can still catch NTD Evening News with Stephanie Cox at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. You can follow me on Twitter, too. For NTD Business, that's all for today. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.